What's up? How y'all doing? Y'all good? How's life treating you? How was your day? I hope your whole day went well and everything's going well for you. And uh, whatever you accomplished today, whatever your dreams was today, I hope you accomplished it. Whatever your goals you set for today, I hope you accomplished it. So let's get started. We're going to call this episode Mode. We're going to get in that mode. I think if you tune in on this episode, I'll have a lot to say. A lot for y'all to hear. A lot where I'm coming from. So please, grab your popcorn, grab your headphones, and tune in. Oh, because I'm in that mode. I think I like that. I could be tripping, but I realize there's different levels to love. And like, I don't know, I think I've just been taking the time of sitting in that alone space, that silent space, to realize that like it's different levels to love. Because it's always somebody that you love more than you love another person. When I'm speaking, I'm speaking like as relationship-wise. There's different levels to love. Because as it's as a person that you love more in relationship that you were in than any previous relationship or relationships that come after the relationship that you was in when you found that person that you love more than in the other relationship. And it's different levels of love. So it's never one kind of love. Or the, or it's never that one kind of feeling. It's always a, a different level. Because you can feel, have much stronger feelings for somebody than you do for somebody else. And sometimes, a lot of people don't understand that that shit come with levels. And just because I love you, I might love you, but I, I don't know if I can love you the same as I love the person that I truly was in love with. You know what I'm saying? Somebody can say that because I feel like it's levels. But with that being said, could you think you could move on and be with somebody and be truly happy if you know that you can't love someone as much as you love somebody else. Mm. I just want to know. Get back to me on that question. And, or do you feel that there, there aren't levels? Talk to me. Sometimes we let pride get in the way. And we let that cause us our biggest mistakes. Sometimes we let pride in something that we know is good, but we too fearful to step in the in the light of it. Sometimes our pride stop us from doing something that we should have been done been been done once that the outburst or the or the the outbreak came, meaning. Whatever argument we had or whatever fight we had, we let our pride get in the way of trying to fix it. Or we let doubt creep in on why we shouldn't fix it. And no matter how good the times was, we let the doubt creep in and think about all the negative. Instead of putting your pride to the side, and that thing in your heart that that's big and red, 
that beat and that's hurting. For us to listen to that, we listen to the pride. And then sometimes the silence becomes your biggest enemy. Because when you're in silence, you answer every question the wrong way most of the time. Because when you're in silence, you speak for the person that you really want to talk to. And you think you know that person so well, so you start to answer for them instead of hearing what they got to say. Sometimes that silence and that pride is the biggest monsters that we can't overcome. Because once we're in that silence, that's the most fierce, fearful part is the silence. Because we don't have that person or the voice for them to answer for themselves. So we imply and create our own answers. And we get hurt by the answers that our own minds create. And that's what that, that big silence and why it hurts so bad and why silence is a is is tough it's a it's a tough battle it's a tough tough road to overcome is your own silence and it's fearful you can get lost in it that can hurt you but also your pride can too so i really feel like if you feel like it's fight don't never let doubt creep in if it's worth the fight. If it's something that, you know, at the end of the day, that if you let it go and you lose it, it hurts more than you having it and, and y'all having some type of disagreement with it, then put your pride aside and leave the silence. Don't enter it. Replace the silence with communication. Communicate to the person or whatever you're missing. Don't let it go in silence because the unknown hurts the most. What you feel like you know, what you really don't know, that shit eats away at you more than anything. I've been there. I've done that. I done thought like, "Mm, if you don't tell me what happened or you don't explain what happened, then it wouldn't hurt me. In the back of my mind, that's that pride speaking, knowing that shit would hurt. Because then that means your mind get to wonder, like, damn, her not explaining it, her not saying it, or they not saying what happened. You just start creating your own story. You become the narrative. Then to just hear and accept the truth of it. You make up your own truth of it, your own sense of it, and that shit hurts you. And I've been there. I didn't want to hear the truth. I didn't want to hear the side of the story. So I start to play it and make up my own story. And that shit only hurts you in the end because it's the unknown. Because you you making up something, but you really don't know how it went down. And again, that's that's that, that's the most painful part. That shit hurts. But sometimes you gotta be strong. Sometimes you gotta you gotta hold on to it. Sometimes you gotta sit in it. It's a crazy way.
And I talked to a lot of people and I asked them how you deal with pain. Everybody had a different way of dealing with pain. And they always ask me how you deal with pain. How when something is so tough you still smile. I feel like I do it because if I tell you my pain, there's nothing you can say and nothing you can do to make that pain go away. So why put that burden on also your plate? So most of the time I sit in my pain. Sit in it. Appreciate it. Tell God thank you. Or whatever the pain is. Let it let it eat me up, let it swallow me, let it devour me. Let it send me to the darkest place. So I sit in it before I heal from it. And I accept everything it comes with. And I accept all the responsibility that comes with it. I don't forget it. I don't regret it. I accept it. Invite it in. Sit in it. Gather all the information I need. Understand why it happened. And try to be better from it. And that's and that's what I do. And that's how I continue to smile, continue to fight from it. And also I live in the moment. Don't think about the past, don't think about the future. I live for the now. So for right now I can smile. Even though some shit hurts. I miss my mother like crazy. You know? Not a lot of people understand that pain. Some it's a it's, it's a lot of people that do, but there's also a lot of people that don't. You know what I'm saying? Missing the mother, someone that, that birthed you, that loves you unconditionally. That's there for you, that tell you anything you wanna hear. I miss my mother's voice so much. Miss her saying I'm your biggest fan. I miss her calling my son's name. I miss her laughter. I miss her claps. I miss her joy. Most of all, I miss her presence. Strongest lady I know. I promise she is. She adores so much. Sometimes I want to speak to her. And I don't really feel like I, I, I grieved her death in the right way. Sometimes I feel like it, it haven't set in yet. Sometimes I just wish the phone would ring and it'd be her name. Just text her every morning, most of them. Good morning, pretty lady. How you doing, pretty lady? That was my rock. Miss her cooking. Oh, I miss her cooking. My rock. Sometimes I don't know how to shake it. Never question it, though. I always say thank you for the time you gave, for the time you gave me. Miss her like crazy, though. Lord knows I miss her. But she want me to keep going. 
And she always asks me, are you sure? These steps you want to take, you sure? I remember my son, mother was pregnant. I was so scared to tell her. <laughs> I was so scared to tell her. When I walked outside and I was like, mother, I tell you something. I was like, so-and-so pregnant. Oh, I already knew. I was just waiting on you to tell me. <laughs> it was like a weight off my shoulders. That was like my best friend. She loves Steph Curry. Call me anything. Curry do great. She liked LeBron, but she knows he know I didn't like LeBron like that. So she so she played like she ain't like LeBron either, but she she liked LeBron on the low. But she loves Steph. She always talk about Steph. You seen Steph? That's my guy, Steph. She probably liked Steph more than I did. She became a Golden State fan. <laughs> mad when Steph loses, she get mad at me. How, how can... That's, that's just... It's just awful. Yeah. My rock. Sometimes this shit get this shit get lonely, man, and get and get dark. But you also gotta remember, like, when it get dark, you find your village. People, when I say village, the people around you that that love you for you, and not love what you do for them. They love you for you. And anytime you call them, they know. Anytime you need them, they know. When you hurting and you be like, I'm okay, they see the flaws. They find. The problem, and they solve it. So make sure when I say find your village, find your village. Don't go to people that's yes men or the people that make you feel good on Instagram. Oh, you're so pretty. Then nah, cause once you hurt, they don't give a damn about that. They just want to see you happy and see 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 the the best times that you have. They don't they don't want to be there for the worst. They don't they don't want to they don't want to hear that. So find your village. Know who's in your village. Because when it all breaks down, it'll only be you and your village left standing. No yes, man. People around you that's going to tell you what you need to hear. Not only the truth, but everything you need to hear. Some people leave, some people go. It's hard to understand. Sometimes it's hard to relate to it, but you got to accept it. It's crazy. So let me transition. Let me transition. No. I I really want to know, like, and only people that can help me understand are ladies. Because most of the time, it be with y'all. Let me take a sip of this. Anybody else drink with their pinkies up? But that shit from SpongeBob. Can't get away from it. I drink my pinky up all the time. This shit crazy. But, ladies, help me understand. Right? Once you go through a, a, a breakup or argument you have, or not even a, I ain't gonna say breakup because it's been that breakup. Once you go through an argument or whatever, 
and y'all at the point where it's like during that argument and during those during those days that y'all split, maybe it's like three or four days, maybe even a week. It's oh, I can't go back. He was doing me wrong. I'm finally free. I I can't see myself going back. I did this. I called these people on them. I don't. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever the altercation is. You you rip, rumble. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't see myself doing it. I'm settling. No matter what it is. And then it's like a week later and you write back. I'm trying to figure out why. Like, why? Like, where is that energy at during an altercation or during an argument? Like, if you know you're going to go back, why let it escalate to a point where it's too far and then you all for the the altercation that's going to happen, the consequence that comes with it when it happens. You all for If it's out of get the fuck out, leave, I'm going to call these people, call 911, no, no, no matter what the altercation is, no, ma- I mean, no, no matter what the result is, why y'all not in that situation, why y'all not in the mindset of, Okay, I know I'm coming back. I know I'm going to be back. So let's just sit down and talk about it. Because I'm really not going nowhere. I'm doing all this for what? I'm putting other people in my business. I'm coming to ask people for advice on what should I do next? What should I do next? And the whole time in your mind, you know you're going back. So why search for that advice? What, What do you want somebody to tell you? Yeah, girl, just go back. Yeah, girl, he did you wrong. He gonna keep doing you wrong, but it's okay. You'll learn to accept it. Like, if you know you're gonna go back, why put other people in it? Why why do the bashing or why do the the so-and-so claim that this person did you wrong? He's not gonna change. You keep settling, this is this and that. So if you feel like you're settling, why do you go back? And I've been struggling with that shit for the longest. Because I don't understand. Is it the words? I said it's another podcast. Is it the words? Does the word do it for you? Or is it the absence that does it for you? Is you, is you scared to start over? So, like, settling is becoming the new you. Is settling the... the the new wave because you know you're settling you know that it's not going to change you know this in your head but you still go back like what why does it take something crazy to happen for you to realize oh I should have been left this and then usually time it'd be too late because this shit's been building up building up building up and you allowing it, allowing it, allowing it, in and the same conversations keep having it. Oh, I'm going to change. Oh, I'm going to change. Oh, I'm going to change. But, like, what am I changing for if 
whatever I'm doing, I know you're coming back. Like, no matter what I do, no matter how I act, no matter how I react to any type of situation, I know you're really not going nowhere. You can threaten it. You can you can say up and down that 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 is going that is not like that. All I gotta do is tell you it's gonna be different this time. But on the other side, you know it's not working. So what in your mind thinks like it's gonna work this time? I can change him. If somebody keeps showing you the same behavior over and over and over again, you think by you doing what you're doing, that shows that you're not playing? Like, okay, if I break up him for a week or I stop talking to him for a week, he'll know what it's like to lose me for a week. And when he come back around, he don't know. He he He's he seen the absent for a week. He don't want the absent to turn to forever. So he'll change. Then it happens again. Then what you gonna stop talking for two weeks? Then he just want be you gonna be absent for two weeks? I'd be confused. And I'm not saying like, oh, if he make a mistake, not go back, or I'm the person that be like, oh, he can't make no mistakes or it's wrong. No, no, not saying that. Cause everybody makes mistakes, you know. But what happens when these mistakes turn to a habit? So now you starting to set the habit. There's only so many times that it it can be called a mistake. Now, this mistake is just a part of you. This mistake is you. Now you're doing the mistake just because you know you can get away with it. So therefore, it's not be called a mistake no more. It's be called a habit, a train, a trend, however you want to look at it. And then you get to the point where the females start to allow it. Start to accept it. And once you accept it, there's no turning back. There's no fixing that. There's no changing that. There's nothing you can say or there's nothing you can do to make somebody change. Because now you accepted it. You accepted everything he came with. You accepted the bullshit. And then you think you can change him. You think something's going to be different. Yeah, it's going to be feel like it's different for a couple weeks. Maybe even a couple months. But then... The ugly head always going to show back up. And then when it happens again, we know you're going to go back and accept it. Don't you know somebody's tired of fighting and tired of of going through the shit? They stop questioning why the breakup happened. They stop questioning on what happened in the breakup. They just accept it. And respect it. That's how you know somebody's done fighting. They start to accept. They they accept it. And don't ask questions on why the situation happened. That's why I mean now. I never ask questions on why my last relationship didn't work. I don't. I don't question it no more. Sometimes I feel thankful. Because it made me to the person I am now. I feel thankful because it low-key made this podcast. Because I know somebody out there is going through worse shit than I'm going through. 
All I got to do is change 1%. Get 1% to feel and think like me. But yeah, that's how I knew I was done fighting for it. That's how I knew I was done to put my hands down. Because I stopped questioning it and accepting it. Like, oh yeah, I'm cool with it. It doesn't bother me no more. Like, I used to see the shit and it make, and, and my stomach would turn. I feel weak inside. I feel like I was like, damn, so unwanted. No matter how many people be like, oh, you're handsome, you're cute, this and that. So why this person that I want to be with don't see it? How do y'all see it? You know? I think it started to lose confidence. And that, and that's how I knew I wasn't done fighting because that shit hurt me and I felt some type of way. But now, <laughs> I smile at that shit and be thankful for it. Like, I'm glad it happened. And this is me being the realest me I can be. This is giving the uncut me. Uncut that's been cut me. That's been scarred me. I'm giving you that. That real, that raw. You know? And that's how I knew I was done fighting. Because I didn't question it. I accepted it. I was happy for it. I was thankful for it. That's when I knew I was done fighting. And once you once you feel that, and it's that, oh, and and I was fucked up, you know, fucked up at. What was the point? Where I was like, damn, I'm in a dark ass place, and I can't see myself getting out of this place. That's how I knew I wasn't done fighting, because that shit hurt. You know what I'm saying? And I did, I did anything to take away that hurt. I did anything to replace that hurt with that with that missing love that when you left, left a hole with it. When you left. I did anything to replace that. So that would be me fight. That was me fighting against it and fighting for you to come back and fill that void or that hole when you left, gave me, right? But then when I learned to accept it and understand it and appreciate it and I sat in that pain, that hole got a little bit smaller because now it was time for the process to heal. It was time to fill that hole up that your presence had left it. And I got better. And I started to appreciate it more and stopped questioning. It was like, yeah, I needed this. And again, once you go through that, you'll never be the same. You're not supposed to be. You're supposed to be stronger. So you never go back to, oh, the old me. Nah, you never go back to that. I don't want to be the old me for nothing. So good, I'm past the old me. 
Because the old me ain't got shit on the new me. <laughs> and I love this me. I ain't understand that back then, but I do now. Oh, I do now. And I accepted it. I live in it. I cherish it. Praise it. It's the mood I'm in. It's the mood I'm coming with. Big mood. When someone leave, how many times do we ask for that time back? Because there's so much we want to say. Right? It'd be so much you would do differently. Because you knew that would be the last time you speak. So it'd be so much you want to get out. Right? So that's why. Don't let your pride get in the way, bro. If it's a conversation you want to have, have it. Because ain't nothing promised. Tomorrow's not promised. So once you have that conversation, that's why I say communication is key. Because you don't want to regret like, oh, it's so much I could have said. So much I could have done different. Because we don't know when it'll be the last conversation. You got to tell the people you love how you feel, no matter what. No regrets on it. No, oh, I can wait to this time. If you feel the way you feel at that moment in time, you tell them how you feel. Take the Band-Aid off. And that's, and, and that's the thing. And this, and this, I was just talking to uh, one of my homegirls about it. And she was like, I can't do relationship no more. Like, I can't be in it. But I don't know how to leave. I don't know how to walk away. Mm. And you got to understand, like, we can't prolong or fake something for so long. Because faking something don't even go so far. It's going to be a time that shit turn colors. Pull the band-aid off. If you can't do something, you can't do it. You can't force nothing. Everything has to be genuine for it to be real. You probably can fake a smile for a couple weeks, for a couple months. But one wrong word, that fake smile turned to a breakdown. So remember, don't fake nothing. Pull the Band-Aid off. If you feel how you feel about somebody, you let that be known. That's one. Two, you can't fake nothing for too long. Don't try to fake it. Because at the end of the day, that's going to hurt you and the person you're trying to fake it for. You only hurting them. The longer you try to fake it, you gotta pull that band-aid off. Put up your big girl pants. Put on your big boy boots. And let facts be known.